Greetings. How are you all? You're very welcome to the to episode seven of the Gratitude Attitude podcast. I am your host, Miss Anna O'Connor. I hope you all had a fabulous week. Um, going back to previous episodes, we have spoken about how I've gotten out of my own way, how I've manifested my businesses, dream man, trips away. We've broken down our core values. So if you haven't listened to previous episodes, I'm always like, right, we're on episode seven. But the main ones to go back to are episode one and two. You are going to get something out of today without listening to episode one and two, but I would advise to go back and listen to episode one and two because that will get you set up for the gratitude attitude and then you'll be able to come back here and and you'll you'll know where you're going. So I feel like if you go back to episode one and two, that's where we break down our core values and we also write out our dream life and we we figure out what it is we want. Because if you don't know where you're going, how do you know if you don't know where you're going, you can't take steps to get there. And I actually had this conversation this week with a fellow business owner. And we were talking about like, why do people leave things in their life to chance? So why would you not have a life plan uh, when we like if you're going to open a business you sit down and you you write out a business plan. You don't just randomly end up owning a hotel. You 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 don't. It just doesn't just happen by accident. You sit down and decide. Right, I'm going to start off by opening a B and B, and then I'm going to build up, and someday I'm going to buy a hotel. You make a plan, even though it might seem like a long way away. You don't just randomly end up with whatever your business whatever business it is you might want, you don't just randomly end up with it. So why would you leave it to chance with your life? Why would you not know where you're going? Like it is the most ridiculous thing when you actually think about it. Why the most important thing is our lives and our personal lives. So we need to make a little plan for them. So yes, go back to episode one and two and then come back to me here in episode seven. But if not, listen on. Um... Yeah, because we are going to do a little bit of work today. Um, yeah, so I all we broke down the core values. My my core values are peace, comfort, and gratitude. So you need to figure out what your core values are. I've planned my dream life. So like my dream life would have been when I sat down and worked it out. I want to manifest. I want to manifest my businesses, and I have done that. I had no business at the time. A dream man. I want a house with a view. But I've even like it's okay to change as well. So I have now decided I want to manifest a house of my own in Lanzarote. So I'm a long way off, but if I haven't decided that that's what I want, then there's no way I'm going to have a house in Lanzarote. So I've decided this week, that is one of the things that I want to manifest. But it might take time, but you're not going to, you're going to figure out a way to get there. I will figure out a way to get there now that I know that I want what I want. So in last week's episode, we spoke to the beautiful Michelle McNulty, all about believing in yourself. That was an incredible episode. Michelle is a powerhouse of a woman. So yes, if you would like to hear the episode about um, believing in yourself and if you'd like to hear all about Michelle's story, definitely go back to last week's episode. So about my week this week, what did I do this week? So this week I headed to lovely Leitrim. I've never been to Leitrim in my life and I I was... So surprised about how lovely Leitrim actually was. I went to a place called Drum Drum Hearney Lodge. It's a new, it's not a hotel. So it's these little like lodges. It's definitely not 
glamping. It's way fancier than glamping. And I went to, so there's these lodges and I think they've got like 16 of them. And they also have like a spa and they have this place called the Hideaway where there was a gig on. So it was a collaboration. I was brought there by the hotel with a couple of social media friends of mine. And this is the thing, like if you'd said to me two years ago, I'd be brought to a five star uh, lodge for the night and treated like a queen. Like, I would have been like, what? But I put that down on my list and here I am now getting these things. And sometimes you even have to tune in and be grateful. I'd forget to be grateful. I was like, how lucky am I to be brought to Drumherney Lodge and to, to be meeting my friends? And also that's a thing as well. Like I have now friends in, so I work, I do a little bit of work in social media as well as my businesses, but like social media would be one of my businesses. And I needed to basically surround myself in other people that were were doing that as a job. Because before that, if I said to someone, I would love to, you know, um, make a little business out of my social media and I like working in entertainment. If I'd said that to, say, for example, I said it to, I don't know, my brother who's got nothing, doesn't even have an Instagram page. He'd be like, what are you talking about? You're off your head. That's not possible. So it all depends on who you surround yourself in. So if none of your, if you want to write like a best-selling book, and you say that to John down the road that works in the shop. John, I want to write a best-selling book. John is going to say, you're off your head. There's no way you can write a best-selling book. But maybe you should start going to maybe, I don't know what book people do, go to book readings. But like there is hundreds, if not, there's thousands of people in the world that have written best-selling books. So start surrounding yourself maybe in th- with those people because they're the people that will tell you how it's done. And also they'll... I think when you hang out with someone that's done something that you want to do, you'll realise it's very possible. They're just people like me and you. And if you uh, want to do something, the best way to do it is to actually put yourself in those circles. Even if you're so I had friends within the social media circles before I became you know, a a working influencer. But I had to be able to see that it's possible rather than say to somebody down the road who'd be like, sure, Jesus, who do you think you are? You know, sometimes you just have to put yourself in these situations. So yes, sometimes levelling your circle up to where it is you want to get to really, really does help. So now I have friends within the social media circle and they help me if I have any questions. They'll also invite me on trips maybe or tell brands about me and I'll tell brands about them. And that is how it works. You ha- No one's going anywhere on their own. I'm always saying it to you, nobody, you're not going anywhere on your own. You have to lift other people up. And while you're doing that, other people will lift you. And that is how how it works. And that's how you get anywhere. You're not getting, you're going nowhere on your own. Like you have to make the decision but also you have to surround yourself in the wrong in the with the right people. If you surround yourself with a load of negative people that are telling you you can't do it, you definitely won't do it. So yeah, definitely surround yourself in the right people. I was lucky enough to be off anyway, up in Drumherney with um two well, well there was four of us. Um was there four or five of us? There was myself and Celine. Um the Celine's diaries, if you want to follow her on Instagram, she's fabulous. She's all she does all um She's more into fashion. We've different things that we're interested in. So Celine does a bit of fashion. Then Classy Cody, she's just half cracked. She's uh, she is uh, a really really fun on Instagram. But yeah, uh, with Classy Cody and also then um, Kaylee Trap was there and. Who else? Oh, we went to see Stephen. So Stephen is another friend of mine who's in. Um, he is in a comedy act called Tree Books, and me and Stephen couldn't be. 
more different. Genuinely, we are so the opposite. But sometimes I think that makes the best friends. Like he's so different to me. Every second word out of his mouth is I'm trying to stop myself from saying feck. Stephen's Stephen Feck would be very light for Stephen. But we're like, we're great friends. And he was playing a gig in Drumherney. So that's how we ended up up there. And uh, we went to see his gig and it was, it's hilarious. It's actually so dark. So like the humour is so dark that I don't know, maybe because I, I'd be feeling like this is the opposite to what I like. But actually, I think deep down, I love the dark humour. I was on the floor, like I was crying, laughing. The tree books are, they're hilarious. But like the place was just full of lads, you know, like anyone I met, like I went to the bar and I met this man at the bar and he's like, I built this place with my bare hands. Like they're all lads, lads. But like, yeah, it was a really, really funny gig. So enjoyed it. And like, yeah, if you told me two years ago, I'd be up there with those people getting this handed to me, I would have said, no way. But I have put things in place. I've got myself there. I've put myself out there, put myself out of my comfort zone again in other ways to get there. So always doing things to put yourself out of your comfort zone will get you, will reward you. Fortune favours the brave and all these things. And I'm always saying to you, get yourself out of that comfort zone and then, uh, yeah, it'll bring you to amazing places. So brought me to Drumherney for the weekend and absolutely had the best time. Oh, I met this fella though. I don't even know why I'm telling you this, but it literally affected me for the whole weekend. So I have um, a 19-year-old son. I'm always giving out to him lately because he still expects me to cook his dinner. And I'm like, Danny, I've reared you now and uh, I'm gone. Like <laughs> every second evening I'm gone somewhere, whether it's doing the podcast, going up to Drumherney, going up to Mr. G in Dublin, whatever it might be, I'm gone. And I'm just like, Danny, you need to get over it. There's food in the fridge. If you want dinner, go cook it. So I was chatting to this young lad. He came up to me and... And uh, to be fair, he was kind of half chatting me up. And then I said, do you realise what age I am? Uh, he was 23. I asked him what age he was and he said, I'm 23. And I said, well, I'm 38. <laughs> he nearly died, but I was delighted that he'd even consider it. But then we got chatting and he said something about cooking his 16 year old brother dinner. And I was like, and uh, I said, why did you cook your own dinner? Nearly like fair play to you, because obviously your mother told you, you know, you need to cook your own dinner. And he said, oh, he said, no, I'm I'm my brother's uh, guardian. Uh, my mother died of cancer four months ago. And Jesus, my heart went out to him. And then I said, what about your dad? He said, oh, he died four years ago. So now I just live in the home house and he's rearing his younger brother who's only 16 coming in and out from college. Actually, it actually are coming in and out from school. So, yeah, my heart went out to the creator. Like, just shows you, doesn't it? My young fella be giving out because there isn't a dinner on the table for him. And this fella has no parents. And look, he is an adult. He's 23. But I actually couldn't stop thinking about him for the weekend. I wanted to I wanted to adopt him and his little brother. But yeah, we don't know how good we have it. We don't know how lucky we are. It's honestly true. Anyway, what else did I do this week? What else did I do? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, so went away with the girls from here and Fabulous. And I think it's so important as well to note when you're in a relationship first uh, or any at any stage, because I've been in really toxic relationships in the past uh, and it would be, I would have been as toxic as they were now. Not blaming, there's no shade being thrown here, but I would have been like, I want to be with you all the time and, you know, spending every second with them. I think it's so, I've learned because I've worked on myself. It's actually so, so important to 
go away with the girls, have your time with your friends and keep up those relationships. It's very, very, very important. So, yeah, I, I felt like I was rejuvenated after a few days with the girls and just having the crack. Literally a bit of crack, a bit of fun. But yeah, definitely recommend Drumhearney if you are looking for a little place for a weekend away in Leitrim. Is it is absolutely lovely. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Soha Dress Hire Boutique. Soha Dress Hire is an appointment only luxury boutique based in Nina County Tipperary and houses all the best designers. Soha can ship your dress straight to your door for any occasion. Book your dress today at www.soha.ie. In this week's podcast, we are talking about, well, do you know what we're going to do? I felt like last week we touched on um, loving yourself, but we just, you can't just throw that around and be like, love yourself, good luck. I need to give you some tools to go away with today to figure out how to love yourself and to start treating yourself a bit better instead of just like book that appointment, off you go. So we're going to dive a little bit more into, yeah, into loving yourself here. Like, so here are some tips I have for, for cultivating self-love. So big one, huge one. I'm always, I'm a big one. I'm, I am the practicer, if that's a word, of self-care. Take care of yourself. So you know when someone says have respect for yourself? I think sometimes we look at that like in a, in a different way. I actually think we need to start respecting ourselves so much. And I, I've said this before. So I use it like I'm a mother. And if you're a mother or a father, you may not be, but maybe think of your niece or your nephew or someone in your family that is not respecting themselves, that is not looking after themselves. You would really, really like them to look after themselves because you care about them. So it's not because, it's not for any reason, it's just really the reason is you care about them. So if your mother is mistreating herself or, you know, is, I don't know, just randomly, this isn't me throwing shade on my mother, but if your mother's drinking too much or something like that, you you really feel like, oh, I wish that she wouldn't because you care about them and you want them to live a long time and a long life and you want them to be healthy. But sometimes we'll do that, but we won't do that to ourselves. We'll have more respect for others than we do for ourselves. And so, for example, I've said it before, I wouldn't like my son if he came home and said, well, I'm giving up all exercise, ma'am, and I'm just going to sit and eat crisps in my room and play PlayStation. Uh, now, he does sit and eat crisps and play PlayStation, but he also does go to the gym and plays his bit of hurling. And like, to me, I feel so good when I see him going doing that because I love that he respects himself and I know it'll make him healthier and better. So we should definitely feel that way about ourselves. So if we try and nearly shift our perspective, perspective, is that the word? I don't know. But perspective, uh, yeah, if we try and shift our perspective and look at ourselves like we are a loved one, so instead of, you know, sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves and not loving towards ourselves and not giving ourselves the self-care. You know, you might book your dentist appointments for your kids um, and you would hate to see them not having their, you know, doctor's appointments, but you won't book them for yourself. Why would you do that? You, respecting yourself is respecting your health, your dental hygiene, your uh, what you're putting in your mouth, what you're eating, all of these things. You would be upset if you saw your a loved one, uh, you know, eating shite and 
not looking after themselves, drinking too much. So why do we do these things? So self-care is more than just booking an appointment. Absolutely, I'm all for booking appointments. I'm flat out with appointments, getting nails done, getting massages, all that. But I actually do think that looking at yourself Meeting your, you know, the emotional needs, like getting enough rest and exercise. And like, I'm not just thrown, like I'm not fucking, I'm not perfect. Like I will go off now and drink cocktails for the weekend, but I will go to the gym tomorrow and I won't want to. This is the thing. Sometimes um, you have to be a little bit hard on yourself to be good to yourself. So, uh, for example, I woke up Sunday morning. Last thing I wanted to do was go to the gym, but I had it booked and I had no reason. I wasn't out the night before. I couldn't really think of a good enough excuse because sometimes if we can think of a good enough excuse, we'll get back into bed. But really, I was being good to myself by not doing what I actually wanted to do would be get back into bed. So sometimes you have to say I have to do the doing. And I actually say that to myself. Do the doing, Anna. Go, go. You won't like it. Like no one likes likes going to the gym or whatever. Nobody likes it. I, I actually... I think people are full of it if they say they love. I love the feeling of coming out of the gym. I'm delighted I did it. The long term effects of being good to yourself. So you're playing the long game. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So you're doing good things for yourself for the long term. Straight away, you'd be way happier getting back into bed and eating a scone. You know, we'd be much happier with that. But yeah, thinking long term and like doing the activities that they'll bring you joy. They will. Going on a hike, like I felt fucking buzzing after that yesterday. So yeah, just putting yourself into, like give, even give yourself a nice bath or spending time. Now the evenings are getting longer. We can go out for walks in the evening. Um, Like it can completely change your mood to actually just go outside and breathe in a bit of air and just say to yourself, even I'm going for a 10 minute walk. You don't have to be saying it doesn't have to be an hour if you don't feel like it. But what I find is when I get out then, uh, once I've done 10 minutes, I'll stay on for an hour. And it's all about just taking the first step, just doing the doing and getting out there. So, yeah, self-care is huge. And, and I would bring self-care like for me, self-care is getting your hair done if that's what you enjoy. So I'll always feel way better when I have my hair done. So I will get a blow dry done twice a week. I feel like that blow dry like I always got a blow dry done twice a week before I ever had a salon. And the reason is because I know I actually, I'd be saying that blow dry makes me money. I feel more confident when I have my hair blow dried to deal with people, to do my Instagram, to do all those things, you know, to talk to people, to in every way of life, I feel better when I have my hair done and my nails done and my tan done. So I'm like, that's not costing me money. It's making me money. And I will convince myself of anything. <laughs> but I do think sometimes you can look at it that way by spending the money. And as, as I said before, that's how the money, that's how the world goes around. So, you know, uh, you're keeping the whole thing going. But um, yeah, all of the self-love, so important. Practice self-compassion. So to yourself, you know, obviously we practice self-compassion to other people, but be kind to yourself, like just as you would towards a friend. Like if you make a mistake or you fail in life and look, I can take some, I beat myself up sometimes as well, like I do. But we have to learn from them and move on and forgive ourselves. There is no life that exists, that people just have one straight line the whole way along. Nothing goes wrong ever and they never fail. Never like that. Never, ever. Like, so if you can find someone out there that has gone through their whole life without failing, um, you know, you are not going to be able to. So why do we beat ourselves up when we fail? Like, at least we tried. 
that is the like at least we tried and at least we know it's not for us whether it's a huge failure or a small failure if you're going through a failure at the moment you know you put yourself out there you did it it's not always going to work out for you there's things I've done that I've failed at and I was embarrassed and like it happens but there is no way I'm going to get through life without that happening to me again that is what builds resilience and that is what shapes you so be compassionate towards yourself and kind towards yourself. If you fail, don't beat yourself up. Just tell yourself, get yourself back up again and, you know, tell yourself you have you did your best. Once you can do your best, sometimes we mightn't have even done our best. Maybe it's something we failed and that we're only half arsed about. Anyway, I'd find that most of my failures are things that I kind of half put the toe in. And yeah, they fail because I'm not putting my full self. But sometimes we can put our full self into something. We can try our best. And yeah, it doesn't work. And it happens, you know, I'm all about business and this, that and the other. But things aren't always perfect in business. Um, at the moment, it, business is a very, very hard place to be. Uh, there's, the expenses are there. There's businesses. I think there's like, I know I'm all about being positive here, but there is, I think two businesses a week closing down in Ireland, two small businesses at the moment, a week closing down in Ireland because of the cost of running businesses. And if you are one of those people, I want you to know that being a failure, especially at the moment, like it's happening and there is something to be learned from it and you can pull up, you you can get past this and it's not, it's not a mistake. It's, it's a learning curve. So these things happen it's not easy, especially when you put in a lot of time and a lot of work. And I know a few people that this has happened to lately. It is it is building you up to something bigger and better in the future. And it's making you the person that you are and the person you're becoming. So, yeah, practice some self-compassion. You know, be kind to yourself if you're under pressure or if you're dealing with something like that at the moment, because uh, we all deal with it. And it's the way you deal with it rather than it happens to everybody. It's the way you deal with it rather than will it, will it or won't it happen. It will happen. So, yeah. Challenge negative self-talk. Oh, I see this hugely in I have a dress rental shop called Soha Boutique and I see so many women they're gorgeous they're slimmer than me they've beautiful figures and they'll come in and they will pick apart their bodies they'll give out about their arms their legs their tummy whatever it is be very very careful what you tell yourself and how you talk to yourself because that is how you'll feel inside if you're negative towards yourself would you say to your friend Gemma down the road, Gemma, your arms look desperate in that dress? No way would you say it because you wouldn't, first of all, even probably notice that her arms, her arms probably don't look desperate and neither do your arms. Your arms are gorgeous. But if you talk to yourself like that, maybe that's what you saw growing up. Maybe that's what you, you just automatically tell, say something bad. It's real Irish. Ah, geez, if someone gives you a compliment, ah, geez, no, no, no. But like, actually be very, very careful of how you talk to yourself. Notice when you're being self-critical or harsh to yourself and challenge those negative thoughts with positive ones. Replace the I'm not good enough with I am worthy and I am capable. I am gorgeous. I love my arms. I'm so happy that my arms work. I'm a, I'm literally so happy that I can use my arms. I'm so, there's people out there with no feckin arms. So if you if you can try and reshape it in your mind, you've lovely arms. They work. You're lucky to have them. And uh, you know, I sometimes I think a lot of people were just so used to talking badly to ourselves that we just do it automatically. But try and recognize, catch yourself, and pull yourself back. And tell yourself how fucking gorgeous you are. I think it's J-Lo every morning gets up and tells herself that she looks 
great. She looks young. She does her affirmations. She does, though. It works. She's literally talked to her, but she's saying all these things. Then she'll go off and she'll do the gym and she'll do it. So that's what creates that. You nearly love yourself. So you'll go along and you'll look after yourself and you'll do all these things. Again, I said it earlier, surround yourself with positive influences. Spend time with people who uplift you and support you and limit your exposure to negative influences like like social media, for example. If there's people on social media that make you feel shit about themselves, about yourself, because they look so perfect on their social media, if that's making you feel bad about yourself, unfollow them. And like, it's okay to unfollow lo- like loads, loads. Like, and I, I do work in the social media industry and I have unfollowed loads of the big shots that make me feel bad about myself. Maybe it's a reflection on me that I'm not there yet. But they don't make me feel good. So I'm just like, no, everything looks too perfect there. That's not where I'm at. That's making me feel, if you get like this little niggly feeling that you don't feel like you're comparing yourself, then unfollow them. And comparison is the thief of joy. Never compare yourself. And 100%, I work in social media. I'm telling you this now. Do not compare yourself to people on social media because I'm guilty of it myself. You're only putting up the best. That's all you're putting up. It's a highlight reel. And even if you're putting up a bit of bad, you're definitely not putting up the real shit stuff. It doesn't go up there. So yeah, we're all, um, you know, it. I'll put up, I am real on my social media, but I'm not, look, you're not seeing the good, the bad, and the real ugly. You might see the good and the bad, but you're not going to see the real ugly. People are just, look, we just, we don't want to share that stuff. So if, if there's people on social media, you think have it all, I can guarantee you, they absolutely don't, they don't. And they don't look like that all the time. You know, they definitely don't look that all, like that all the time. And um, yeah, they might put up a lovely picture. They might have got someone to take 50 pictures of them until they got the right lighting. Isn't that right? I'm here to my producer. I get him to take 50 pictures of me before I leave today. But yeah, no, you're always, it's it's a fucking high, highlight reel. So yeah, surround yourself in the right people. Spend time with people who uplift you. And the social media is huge. And News as well. I actually stopped listening to the news and I know that might sound a little bit ignorant because I don't have a clue what's going on in politics or anything. But I'm living in blissful ignorance for the last, since the pandemic, when when my parents were like so sucked in by the news and how negative. Every time I talked to them, it was like the end of the world. Uh, Yeah, I've just decided to live in blissful ignorance and I don't listen to the news. I'll just listen to a positive podcast. I know it's ignorance, but it's bliss. It is absolute bliss. I do not listen to the news unless I really, really have to because negative stuff is happening all the time. And if you want to tune into it, it's going to change your vibration. It's 100%. And most of the time we don't need to hear it. If you really need to hear what's going on, someone will tell you. So yeah, definitely. I I stopped listening to the news, stopped watching the news. It triggers like... Yeah, it triggers so much negativity in me. I stopped listening to it and I would advise anybody to really just, I know maybe you're interested in current affairs and all that, but no, I don't know. Just the news, the news puts me in bad form. So last tip, practice gratitude. Now I know this is the gratitude attitude, but yeah, really focus on the positives of your life and what you are grateful for. Uh, Even on the way down here, I was focusing on something um, I can't really get into what it was, but it was something that was niggling me. But I focus so much on it. It is a negative thing. But I, I came in here not feeling in great form. Hope you can't hear it in my voice today. Uh, but I I focused on the wrong thing. I focused on the negative rather than the positive. And I'm realizing now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I was being stupid. But sometimes, you know, we'll just do that to ourselves. It's a it's just our, it's our go-to. Our default is to be negative and figure out and, and think about the negative. So we all do it. I do it myself. So yeah, 
try and look at the, the part of something that you're grateful for. Lean into the gratefulness of it. Write your grateful list every day. Always write three things you're grateful for in the morning. It'll start your day so much more positively. Um, yeah, so yeah, it can shift your whole perspective and yeah, appreciate yourself and love yourself and tell yourself how how happy you are, how lucky you are to be healthy and how lucky you are to be able to get up and go do that walk or whatever it is that makes you feel good. Sometimes, like, you know, whoever's listening here, you know what makes you feel good, even if you don't really want to do it. So it might be just getting up and doing the round. Maybe you're thinking, you're listening to this, you will I, won't I? Do it. Push past. And look, I, I'm, I'm totally guilty myself of sometimes not pushing past and just chilling out. But I mean, you know yourself. Sometimes. But yeah. Okay, darlings, that has been episode seven of the Gratitude Attitude. I am extremely grateful. So make a start on loving yourself. That's what you need to do this week. Love yourself. Figure out those love languages as well, because I find them so interesting. So I'm going to figure out more about the love languages and come back to you in another episode about them. But really this week, what I want you to take from this podcast is really self-love and realize how you're speaking to yourself and how that makes such a difference. If you're speaking to yourself in a negative way or a positive way, that can change your whole outlook for the day. And always, yeah, be good to yourself. Tell yourself how fabulous they are. Fabulous you are. Um, if you wouldn't mind, I would love if you could like or subscribe to this podcast. If you give me a little share, uh, that makes all the difference. So if you can share this with a friend, if we can help one more person, I would be delighted because that's why I'm here. I want to spread the word of the gratitude attitude and how it can make a difference. Loving yourself can like it can just it can make all aspects of your life better and treating yourself with great respect. So yeah, if you can share this, like it, uh, give us a follow. If you want to follow my journey, Anna O'Connor 26 on Instagram or the gratitude attitude. Uh, I'm also in talks. Uh, I am, I am doing a gratitude attitude workshop. I am only on the first couple of days of figuring out this workshop. I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to do it online yet or in person. But yes, if that's something you're interested in, hit me up on Instagram and I will send me your email on Instagram and I will send you all the details. So we'll do a little workshop with a few of you and just, I just want to get going with it. I feel like we will have some great fun and we'll make some great progress, but I've only just started the process of that. But if it's something you're interested in, hit me up. Um, Yeah. So this week, ladies and gentlemen, my advice is just simply get out of your own way and love yourself and get out of that comfort zone if you can at all. Your potential is endless. Until next week, thank you, thank you, thank you.